This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. October 22nd, 1975. Technical Sergeant Leonard Matlovich, veteran of three tours in Vietnam, recipient of the Bronze Star and the Purple Heart, with efficiency ratings that are the highest possible, is discharged from the Air Force. Six weeks earlier, he'd appeared on the cover of Time magazine. That photograph wasn't coverage of a news event. It was a news event. That was because of the cover line. It appeared below Matlovich's mustache face, above the array of medals on his uniform shirt, It said, I am a homosexual. The cover story was about the gay drive for acceptance. It wasn't Matlovich's coming out. He'd done that in March, writing a letter to his commanding officer. His commanding officer asked him what the letter meant, and he said, it means Brown versus Board of Education. His story went national in May, thanks to a piece in the New York Times. By the time he was on the cover of Time in September, he was arguably the most famous out gay man in America. Chronicle reporter Randy Schiltz, in his book about gays in the military, Conduct Unbecoming, wrote that the Time cover was a turning point for the gay rights movement, its first recognition on the cover of a national magazine. Matlovich coming out was a direct challenge to the military's rules against gays in uniform. He had petitioned for a waiver to the rule, and the request went all the way to the Secretary of the Air Force, John McLucas, who personally wrote to Matlovich's commanding officer at Langley Air Force Base in Virginia to say no. On October 22nd, Matlovich made his final appeal in U.S. District Court in Washington, D.C. Judge Gerhard Gissel agreed to rule on the constitutionality of the military's policy of automatically discharging gays, but he declined to block the Air Force from discharging Matlovich and Matlevich's 12-year military career was over. Things couldn't have gone better, Matlevich said. He was happy that the judge was taking the case on, even though it didn't keep him in the Air Force. It was my personal loss, but it's going to be our victory. Matlevich said he'd gotten tired of going to work every day, worrying about whether he was going to be found out. So he decided to come out. He got in touch with Frank Kameny, who you might remember from the Not Your Century episode about the FBI's decades-long spying program against the LGBT community. Kameny was a civilian astronomer for the Army who was fired for being gay in 1958, and then he became a leading activist. He told Matlevich, I've been looking for someone just like you, someone with an outstanding service record, to make clear the point that the no-gays rule had no basis in anything but prejudice. A few days after his discharge, Matlevich made fun of his squeaky-clean image. He spoke at a fundraiser at the gay disco Pier 9 in Washington, and he said, I guess I'm an all-American boy. I don't smoke, I don't drink, and I don't run around with women. His case wound through the courts for five years, and Matlevich finally won. The judge ordered the Air Force to reinstate Matlevich and promote him. 
The Air Force offered a six-figure financial settlement instead, and Matlevich took it. He said he was worried they'd come up with some other excuse to discharge him pretty quickly. He had moved to San Francisco by that time, living in the Castro. He took his settlement money and opened a restaurant in Guerneville. In the years following his discharge, he too became a leading activist, raising money in fights like those against Anita Bryant's anti-gay campaigns in Florida and California's Proposition 6, which would have banned gay school teachers. Gay people, regardless of what their walk of life, school teachers or whatever, are American citizens and they deserve the same rights as every other person in this country. He moved to Europe for a while, then back to San Francisco. And in 1986, he was diagnosed with HIV-AIDS. He focused his activism on that epidemic, which was still being ignored by the Reagan administration. He died in 1988, and he was buried in the Congressional Cemetery in Washington. His tombstone there doesn't have his name on it, just the words, a gay Vietnam veteran. Below that, it says, when I was in the military, they gave me a medal for killing two men and a discharge for loving one. The same words appear on a plaque in his honor on the building he lived in, on the northeast corner of 18th and Castro. The last iteration of the military's ban on gays, Don't Ask, Don't Tell, ended in 2011, 23 years after Matlevich's death. It was my personal loss, but it's going to be our victory. The Not Your Century episode about the FBI spying program, which talks about Matlevich's advisor, Frank Kameny, was published on September 20th, 2019. An episode about the beginning of Don't Ask, Don't Tell ran on July 19th. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, editor-in-chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your side.